Brahmastra uh, in the Mahabharat is a single projectile that's able to destroy the whole uh, universe. I'm going to talk about the Brahmastra as a policy uh, tool to fight three of uh, uh, India's current economic crises. But first, some uh, context and background. The Lehman uh, bankruptcy and American uh, subprime meltdown had completely uh, dislocated the global economy in 2008. Uh, the West collapsed, uh, China had uh, braked hard and oil uh, spiked near $150 uh, per barrel. But India's UPA government uh, then trotted out uh, the Brahmastra of stimulus uh, to keep the economic growth humming uh, and healthy. Uh, inevitably, of course, our, our fiscal deficit almost touched 5%. Uh, of GDP. Inflation reached 8% uh, and rupees slipped to 62 uh, to the dollar and interest rates zoomed uh, to 8%. But you know, the Indian ship uh, stayed largely afloat. Now enter uh, the Modi government in 2014. Now for the next four years, it enjoyed a charmed uh, existence. Oil prices fell to $30 per barrel. America got grooving uh, at 3% annual growth. Europe shrugged off its Armageddon, uh, China turned around. And within such a benign environment, India's uh, macroeconomy repaired itself. Uh, the fiscal deficit fell to 3.5%, inflation went under 5%, uh, American dollars poured in, and the 10-year treasury sank below uh, 7%. Modi uh, was Napoleon's proverbial lucky general. Uh, but then uh, it was uh, President uh, Donald Trump's turn uh, in 2017 and 18. He slashed taxes. He hiked the American deficit even as America's economy turned red hot. He choked off uh, uh, Iranian oil supplies and triggered uh, global trade wars. For many years, countries have been taking total advantage of the United States on trade, whether they're allies or not. They looked at us really as a bunch of very soft touches. And that's not what's happening anymore. We're changing things and we're changing them fast. Now American interest rates are promising or are threatening uh, to touch 4%. All hell uh, then broke loose in emerging economies as billions of dollars uh, flew back home uh, to America. Today, India is again teetering at the edge of a, a macroeconomic imbalance. Uh, look at uh, what's happening. Treasuries have uh, crossed 8%. The rupee has plummeted by 15% to over 74 to the dollar. Oil is perilously close to the uh, three-figure mark of $100. And hundreds of stocks are in a pretty severe bear grip, uh, even as market indices have crashed by over uh, 15%. Uh, Modi, uh, once Napoleon's lucky general, is in danger of becoming Trump's fall guy. Um, after four years of a blessed existence, Modi is facing his first acute economic challenge. Now, does he have uh, the gumption to deploy a policy Brahmastra to kill uh, the crisis even before uh, it can careen uh, out of control? Unfortunately, within just the last month, the Modi government has failed to deal with three crippling uh, economic crises. Now, crisis one. Oil is the most treacherous uh, uh, fault line in India's economy. It's also uh, the Modi government's biggest uh, policy failure. When he took office, India imported 77% uh, of its oil requirement. Today, that's up by nearly six percentage points to about 83%. 
crude oil uh, imports have galloped by a debilitating 56% over the previous year. Nearly one-fourth of our $400 billion of foreign exchange reserves shall be consumed in importing oil uh, this year. And yet, all that the Prime Minister could do is plead, plead uh, with the world to help India. Now take the case of uh, Ken, uh, which uh, produces nearly a quarter of our crude oil and pays out 85% of its revenues to the government. Now you would expect any sovereign to give a very fair deal to such a, a critical uh, enterprise, right? Now think again. Our rulers have gouged nearly 2 billion, billion with a B, uh, from the company uh, in various punitive taxes, that's $2 billion, even as that arbitration case in the UK is still being argued. Is this taxation or extortion? I leave it uh, for you to figure that out. But if you think our government exploits only foreign producers, remember how it denuded uh, ONGC's balance sheet by $6 billion, again B, billion, forcing it to buy HPCL, and how it uh, rolled back the policy of free uh, fuel pricing by forcing oil companies to cut by one rupee per litre. That destroyed one lakh crore of public sector wealth in one trading hour. Uh, now crisis number two. The Indian rupee uh, is joined at the hip uh, to oil prices. Uh, the Modi government has spent an eye-watering 40 billion, once again billion with a B, 40 billion dollars since April in trying to stem its fall. Now earlier uh, in 2013, uh, the UPA government had sold $20 billion to stabilize uh, the local currency, but those were crisis-ridden days with oil at over $100 per barrel. Today what uh, uh, Modi's government is doing is, is really short-sighted and ineffective. I cannot for the life of me fathom why Modi has not floated $40 billion of NRI bonds yet. Here's another uh, Brahmastra, which has remained inexplicably parked uh, in the hangar. Now to uh, the crisis number three. ILFS's uh, repeated defaults could trigger a devastating contagion, which of course is already uh, painfully evident. Uh, forced to write down ILFS uh, uh, debt to zero, mutual funds have stopped lending to NBFCs, who in turn have switched off credit to housing companies. So. One super tech defaults, which causes India Bulls housing to crash by 15% the next day, which lowers the uh, net asset value of several funds who face redemption pressures, forcing them to sell good paper, prices fall further, credit dries up completely, more companies default, more write-downs happen, followed by higher redemptions, more distressed sales, until the credit economy grinds to a halt. Since uh, ILFS's default, the top 20 NBFCs have obliterated over 3 lakh crore. Just get this right. 3 lakh crore uh, of investors' wealth. That, in simple and graphic language, is a contagion. The government must underwrite a superior debt or equity instrument of 30,000 crores now. That is using the Brahmastra to provide immediate cash assistance of 30,000 crores for ILFS to be paid off before any other uh, creditor or equity holder. Now that would secure uh, the taxpayer's risk. The contagion would abruptly stop, markets would calm down 
and then, then the new board could oversee an orderly rescue of ILFS, including asset sales uh, over the next few months. Unfortunately, this government's half-hearted actions have converted the possible Brahmastra into a boomerang of contagion, which can be lethal for a $3 trillion economy, which is now being held to ransom for a few billion dollars of liabilities. It is a shame, really.